Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Uh, This week is a fantastic chat. Uh, My guest is Victoria Sexton, and she's a financial coach, author, and podcast host. Um, Sorry, my voice is still cracking slightly, um, but I'm definitely over being sick, so it was exciting to really sip some champagne and enjoy it. Um, We really talk about some pretty awesome things about um, improving your relationship with money, um, some mistakes she sees in the financial industry that small business owners make. Um, We talk about her book that she wrote, Effortless Money. Um, So it's really great if you um, have any issues with money or even if you don't, (laughs) it's still really informative. Um, So grab a glass and let's chat. Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz. Um, I'm super excited uh, for this guest um, because finances are such a crucial part of being a business owner. So my guest this week is Victoria Sexton. She's a financial coach, author, and podcast host. So thanks for joining me. I'm sorry we had to reschedule and I'm so happy that we're connecting now. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Yay. Um, and yes, like we talked about before, you just uh, we just started recording. You got your champagne and everything. I do. I'm very awesome. excited. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite wineries. They're in New Mexico, which is kind of funny because you wouldn't think yeah. like New Mexico is known for wine. <laughs> But it's it's awesome, and we found it by accident one time. So I try to send it as much as I can because I just love it. Mm, it smells really good. Uh, can we drink now? Ah, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers. I'm uh, yeah, I'm ahead of you because uh, I mean I just had some before because I haven't been able to drink lately because I've been so sick. So it's nice to kick back and celebrate. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's yummy. Yay. Oh, good. I don't. I've not had that exact one from them. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to hear that it's good because um, I mean, everyone I've ever tasted and we've actually gone to their tasting room a few times when we've driven through. I've loved everything, but I haven't had that exact one. Yes, it's yeah, it's yummy. There's lots of bubbles. What's not to love? Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, yay. Well, before we dive into all these um these fun money questions. I'd love to learn, you know, how you got started. Is this something you've always done? You know, like a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. So, um, I have basically always worked with money in some capacity, um, my entire working career. And so, um, my background is I spent a lot of time in corporate America doing corporate finance type of things, um, just a myriad of different jobs doing that. And then I transitioned to financial services and started helping people one-on-one with their money. Um, my dad actually taught me how to invest when I was a teenager. So, um, I've been investing for a really long time. And this is something that I really believe super strongly that women should be doing more of, because if you can make money on your money, why not? Right. Yeah. So um, I was a financial advisor um, when, you know, March of 2020 rolls around and (laughs) 
it's funny. I think that the universe gives us signs and tells us where we should be going, like tells us what path we should be on. And I kept getting phone calls from people who I knew either secondhand or thirdhand. And they would say, oh yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about investing, but can you talk me through if I should um, sell my vacation house? I'm concerned about my job. Like, how do I start saving? Um, like, and there were all these questions that came up around money mm-hmm. and it was all women who was call- who were calling me and I would got probably three to four calls a day wow. that was like that. Yeah. And I just took it as a sign. And I, of course I went home and I told my husband, I said, I think I need to quit my job. And he was like, what? He was, he was <laughs> Now's like, not a really good time. Everything's a little right. weird. <laughs> right. He was like, um, pandemic. <laughs> right. Um, but I just really, and like the more I, I sat on it and thought about it, mm. I really felt like I was being guided to start up my own business so that I could help women on a deeper level with their money. Yes. So they, and I felt that it was specifically women because in, I feel, just feel like they're really underserved in terms of financial services. And so given all my nerdy financial background, <laughs> I'm able to help, especially like women business owners, we can talk about your PL and how that relates to your cash flow and all of that. So I'm able to have these really interesting conversations and um, offer support to my clients in the way that a lot of other people, they don't do that. So um, yeah, so that's kind of been my journey. And um, it's been really amazing. I have to say that like, I think that this is probably my dream job, just helping people with their money and to see what impact that makes on someone's life. It's transformational. This is like amazing. It's the most amazing thing ever. I love that. Well, it's so true. I mean, I can only imagine because, you know, I mean, as business owners and I mean, just humans in general, like money is such a it can be stressful for us. It can be amazing for us. You know, like there's so many different emotions that are kind of not attached to it, but come up with it. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like, you know, it can, I don't know, just be the biggest help in the world or sometimes it's just the most stressful thing in the world. (laughs) Yeah. Money is emotional a hundred percent. And I think that like, that's where sometimes people get so stressed out about Mm -hmm. what they should be doing with their money but really, if you're scared or if you're confused or if you don't even know what questions to ask, um, it could cause you to, to feel bad about your money. Right. And um, so this is why I tell my clients, I'm like, it's a judgment-free zone. We're learning. We are figuring our, our stuff out. Like there's no judgment because when you get, that's how you get stuck. Right. And that's how you don't move forward. Totally. Well, and also like, I feel like too, like it, like you said, you work with your clients on such a deeper level because only recently I've even started to think about these kind of deeper levels because I wasn't even aware of them, but you know, kind of like the, the scarcity kind of mindset or even like sabotage and how you can kind of keep it from flowing to you based on your actions, which is a whole other, you know, you don't hear about that in college. You don't, my parents didn't teach me that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just this whole other level, um, to do with money. Right. Absolutely. There's a whole energetic level to money that, um, it's interesting. Um, a lot of people don't 
believe in it. I do. But I think that like that you should do whatever and believe in whatever um, is going to help you the most on your path. So for me, um, I'm a little woo. I'm a little, you know, hippie in that regard. So of course, (laughs) for me, I'm like, yes, money's energy. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we need to get in the flow of money and stuff like that. For some people, it doesn't resonate at all. So um, I can appreciate that as well. Totally. Well, and you know, I, uh, yeah. And I think too, but maybe just cause we're not, uh, like I said, uh, you don't really get taught that or at least I wasn't. And so it was kind of like, huh, that's silly until I kind of started digging deeper and actually releasing, you know, and kind of getting in the flow. Then it's like, holy crap. Like this is a whole different ball game. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I know. And when you can let go of some of your some of your junk around your money, so like some of your own judgment and understanding that like when you focus on the negativity, you get more negativity, you get more of what right. you don't want. Mm-hmm. Um, when you understand how that works, it's like, oh, okay. I see this now. This makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, so what's like a big mistake that you see, you know, business owners making with their money, whether that's like just general, like tactical things or deeper level type things, like what's something that you commonly see? Yeah. Um, I think that, um, this is a great question because there are so many people who are deciding to go out on their own Mm -hmm. right now. There are a lot of new entrepreneurs, and um, people who are skilled in a lot of different ways, but they haven't had a business before. So the one thing that I would say is um, you are not your business. So um, just like just like when you worked for a company, you're working for yourself now. So I think with entrepreneurs, like we do things like we put every last cent back into our company. Mm-hmm. Our our company, our business should be working for us. So we can't forget that like we as a person, you know, I'm going to need savings and I should be contributing to retirement and doing Mm -hmm. all those things that should be um, my, my business should be funding all of those things, not the other way around. So as much as your business can and is a priority, you as a person are the priority. And, and I, that's a little bit of a shift. I, not a lot of people look at it like that, but I think that that's, you know, it's like put your own oxygen mask on first yeah, is how to- I think of it. No, that, I, I totally agree. That makes total sense. Um, because it all starts with us, you know, kind of flows in and out, like all of the things that running our business and, you know, money is definitely a big part of that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Um, so is that kind of like, I, I want to get your book because I loved the title of it, Effortless Money. Um, so what kind of led you to to write the book and like, what's it about? Is it so people can grab it and learn more and all that? Yeah. So my book's called Effortless Money. Um, and the subtitle, you're going to love this, How to Align Your Wealth and Your Woo. I did, yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So um, the whole thing, I really felt compelled to write this book because after talking with numerous people, (laughs) talking with all these people in the capacity as an advisor, and they would say things like, they would say, oh, well, um, I don't understand why I have this goal of 
making like one one lady. I'll give you an example. She kept saying, I um, want to make one hundred thousand dollars this year. And no matter what I do, I can never make over eighty thousand dollars. Like something mm-hmm. happens, like, you know, a big expense comes up and she was giving me all these excuses. Um, she starts giving me all these excuses why she's turning away clients. And she was like, oh, but I haven't done that exact thing before. And I go, that sounds exactly like what you do. (laughs) (laughs) And she, she had all these excuses and sometimes, you know, things just kind of come out of my mouth. And so (laughs) I just, I just looked at her and I go, stop telling her money to F off. Right. You know, and it, she, it kind of, <laughs> she was kind of surprised that like, there I am in my suit and stuff and acting all professional and dropping an F-bomb. <laughs> but, um, you know, she had never heard someone talk about money in that capacity. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just found that there were so many instances of that. That's like, we have to address the mindset stuff mm-hmm. of our money. And if we don't ever address that, and that we're just like beating our head against a wall. Why am I not wealthy? Why am I not wealthy? You know, we have to talk about that at some point in time. Otherwise, you know, you, you are just repeating the same mistakes that you're making year after year. Yes. Yeah, totally. Like, um, and that just what you were saying earlier, like if you're concentrating on, you know, like, why am I not wealthy? Why am I not wealthy? You're just really, you know, just continually those thoughts, like putting that emphasis and that negativity, negativity of why you're not wealthy, as opposed to looking at it, you know, in more of an optimistic, you know, like I'm so thankful I'm wealthy and knowing that you'll get there one day, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Um, so like somebody listening right now, you know, and they're like, okay, that, that's me. <laughs> I keep saying like, why aren't I wealthy? Or I want to hit these goals in my business or any, you know, personal goals. Like what could they, start? Like where do you have people start? Like what's the one thing you could kind of take away today to like start improving your, you know, your relationship with money? Yeah. I would say get out a journal, like an empty journal, notepad, something like that. And for the next couple days, maybe a week, depending upon how much time you have, I want you to write down everything that you say to yourself in relation to your money. And What's interesting is we um, are habitual, like mm-hmm. human beings are habitual. And so we'll say things to to ourselves in relation to our money, like, um, oh, I'm so stupid. Like we say awful things to ourselves, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, And a lot of times and, without noticing, you know? Oh, absolutely. And so that's why, kind of why you have to make a conscious effort to notice and write it down. And what you'll see is that... Um, there's going to be a pattern. There's going to be like a number one and a number two thing that you say to yourself all the time that, and if it's not so nice, you need to make a conscious effort to try to turn that number one thing, just one thing, try to turn that around into something positive. And cause I, I firmly believe like if we're talking trash to ourselves all day, we're not going to meet our goals. We're going to feel defeated. We're going to feel like we're not doing a good job and we can change that. So, um, if you turn that around, then, um, so it might be something like, um, maybe you found yourself saying, I can't believe I made a mistake again. Mm -hmm. Maybe turn that around and, um, what you could be saying is, well, I'm not perfect, but 
I'm, I'm trying my best every day and come up with something that you can say to yourself instead of that, that nasty thing that you've been saying. Yeah. I love that. Cause eventually it'll kind of rewire your brain, right. To just kind of keep those positive thoughts. Yeah. I mean, it, this is something that you have to consciously, I mean, you do have to consciously work at it, but I would say like, if nobody's ever done any work like this before, like that's a good place to start. Just see what you tell yourself in relation to your money. I love that. And isn't that the name of your podcast too? Uh, talking trash, something. Like oh, that. don't what play you- with trash. Yeah. Oh, don't play. Okay. <laughs> I love that. And what do you talk about on your podcast? Um, so my podcast is about letting go of all of the things that are holding us back from being our, our best self. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So sometimes it's, um, like holding on to other people's expectations, holding on to resentment, mm-hmm. any number of things. <laughs> yeah. We've all got lots of them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and one thing that we all love to hang on to, um, that I like to ask all my guests, um, it's about our comfort zones. Um, because you know, we just all have them and there's, you know, human nature, certain part we get to, and then sometimes a lot, we come back. So do you have any kind of tips on how you get out of your comfort zone or like what business owners can do to kind of like get out of their comfort zone and help their business grow? Yeah. Um, there's things that we all can do to make our business grow, but I found that like, if you're doing admin stuff all day or like messing around on social media all day, um, that typically is not going to help grow your business. Becoming more visible is going to help you grow your business. Um, one of the things that I'm very, I'm still very uncomfortable with is public speaking. (laughs) Same. And so this is why we drink champagne on this and we're not even in public. (laughs) That's right. Um, so I make myself do it. Oh, that's awesome. And it's horrible. Like I'm, I'm the person where they're like, it's 80 degrees. Do you want to take off your blazer? I'm like, no, because I've sweat <laughs> through my blouse. Right. Yeah. I'm like literally sweating here. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I found, I just have to make myself do it. And so I have metrics I developed for myself And one of the metrics is, um, I have to book at least one speaking gig a month. Nice. So in order to do that, I have to, you know, go out and talk to people and pitch and, you know, sometimes people aren't your fit or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit of a process, but that has been one thing for me. I found that, um, even though it does make me so uncomfortable (laughs) that I can, I can trace sales back to um, each speaking gig I've done. Oh, that's awesome. So, I love that you're tracking it because a lot of people wouldn't. Oh, yeah. I have a whole <laughs> I have a whole system because I'm like, when when I get someone new on my email list, I'm like, okay. And I label them like at which events mm-hmm. I met them at and that sort of thing. Anyway, so yeah, I have a whole system for that. But um, yeah, that's one thing that, I've really forced myself to do. I still don't like it. It's still uncomfortable. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather not do that at all. But, you know, like I said, I can track it back to, you know, sales that I've, I have received. So why not? Right. 
Totally. I love that. Well, and then like another question I like to ask, and it, this kind of piggybacks on that, but I know it's your comfort zone, but also just kind of marketing. Cause that's a great way to market yourself. Like, is that how you, is that like your not favorite? Cause you hate it, but is that one of the most effective ways that you market your business? Yeah, I found that. Um, so I, like I said, I have a whole, like, I put together because I'm a total nerd. I put together a little dashboard for myself every week. And I found that it, for me, it's visibility. When I am more visible online, that's what that directly correlates to sales. So um, for the marketing piece, so I make myself do like a Facebook live or an Instagram or whatever, um, and I focus on that more than posting because heck, I don't know who's reading my posts. You know, <laughs> I know that like social media is important, but if I do a live video, like a tutorial, something like that, mm-hmm. especially a video that I can reuse and post on YouTube or multiple places, I found that that for me is when I make like, I call them business buddies. I make like business buddies and and I find out about opportunities and that's when things happen. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know who enjoys doing a live video, but <laughs> so I'm sure somebody, I'm does. sure some people out there love I'm it. I'm sure some people love it. Not, and they're obviously extroverted and I'm not, but, um, but for me, it's, again, it's those things that bring visibility me sitting at home, hiding behind my computer (laughs) is not a marketing plan. So I have to remind myself of these things weekly because otherwise I I won't do it. Yeah, totally. I love that. What's your favorite platform to like do lives or videos? What is my favorite platform? I find that I get the most um, connection with people on Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram's also because of the sizing, it's a little, um, like you, it's hard to reuse the videos, mm-hmm. um, just cause you, you know, there's some tweaking that has to happen there. Right. Um, but yeah, Instagram for sure. I seem to get the most traction on. Awesome. Yeah. I love Instagram. It's so much fun. <laughs> like they've made it like a fun platform. I feel like to use. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we're to your favorites. Um, what's your favorite book? Um, I have so many, <laughs> but I'll give you a couple of my favorite books. And I like I read a lot of self-improvement, a lot of business books, a lot mm-hmm. of books about money. So um, since we're talking about money, I'll pick a couple money books. So definitely... Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill mm-hmm. and Happy Money by Kim, Ken Honda. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Oh my gosh. It's really interesting. It definitely has, brings the woo. So you should oh, um, awesome. yeah, read that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a really interesting take on like gratitude and, um, why you should, have a gratitude practice around your money. Um, so yeah, that, that one's really good too. Awesome. Um, and then I noticed too, on your website, you have some like different affirmations and people can purchase those, right? Yes. Um, 
Um, yeah. So I have decks of abundance affirmations. Ooh, I'm going to have to get some. That was my word of the year last year. And it was awesome. Affirmation? Uh, abundance. Abundance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I've had so much fun creating those too, because yeah. um, I just, I felt like my clients could use a little, like a little boost, like a little help when yeah. they're going throughout their day. So yeah. So I have all kinds of different flavors. Like I have one that's a little irreverent and has curse words and <laughs> one that's for businesswomen and another one that uh, is just like positive affirmations in relation to your money. So that's been really fun to put together. I love that. That's awesome. Um, what's your favorite drink? Um, I know it's old school, but I really do love a lemon drop. <laughs> with gray goose. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> heard that kind of drink in a long time, but you know, I know, right. It's, <laughs> it is kind of old school, but I, um, I don't know. It's a good one. So yeah. I, I stick with it. I mean, old school is good. I mean, really is. Um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? To relax. Um, well, I'm on geographically, I'm in the central coast, California. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's funny because I was thinking the other day that I should send you some champagne because, um, we have, I'm in Paso Robles. So, um, there's like, I don't know, 500 wineries in my city. Oh my gosh. And, um, so what we like to do is I have two boys and we'd like to just get out and explore. So we're about, um, 40 minutes from Cambria. Um, we're two hours from Monterey and so we'll pick a city and then we'll go on an adventure for the day. So it's been, it's a really fun place to live because in addition to like the weather being great and like there's amazing wine, then, you know, we can find cities and places to go explore. So that's been really fun. That's awesome. Yeah, I have never been there. It's always been on my list to go visit because I've been to like Napa and Sonoma a few times and like St. Helena. And then <clears throat> we just drove from Oregon to Louisiana for Christmas and we went through Lodi because they, they're known for oh, their yeah. Zen Fendale. Uh, unfortunately, we got there too late to actually go wine tasting. So we just went to a brewery. But that your <clears throat> area has been on my radar for a long time to go visit and go wine tasting. <laughs> oh, yes. And it's it's grown so much because people in the LA and San Francisco area are moving here like mm-hmm. crazy. So, um, so yes, do tell me when you're going to go okay, visit and we will go to some <laughs> of my favorite wineries. Totally. Yeah. And if you ever make it up here to Oregon, uh, we've had a lot of good wine too in our little area. So that would always be fun. Amazing. Yes. Awesome. Uh, what's your favorite thing to watch? What's my favorite thing to watch? I have, I have some favorite, um, series happening right now. So my personal favorite, like right now I'm watching discovery of witches. Mm. If you have heard of that one, I read the books and they were amazing. Yeah. Um, so, and, and here's the total nerdy thing that I do with (laughs) my family. So my youngest is 11 and he loves a murder mystery, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, cause he likes to be a little detective, but Aww. 
they can be too gory. So we'll watch like a Hallmark channel <laughs> murder mystery. Yeah. <laughs> because it still has the same kind of feel, but it doesn't show anything. Like, oh, okay. you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't show any like gore or anything like that. So we are total nerds watching our Hallmark channel murder mysteries. <laughs> and we try to figure out who did it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> My daughter, my daughter is actually 11 and we watch like the flip side. We just watched like the Hallmark love movies, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, I wonder if she's gonna, if he's gonna go back to her house and meet his parents, you know, like, (laughs) and just like things like that. Like, it's all the same, whether it's like they're in a winery or like a beach, like it's all gonna happen, but it's cute. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And lastly, where's your favorite place to go? Where's my favorite place to go? Um... I'm a, I love the beach mm-hmm. and the beach is so close to us here. So, um, and there's so many places to like explore and tide pools and hiking and stuff at the beach. So that's, um, def- some, definitely something I take advantage of living where I do. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I can only imagine how pretty it is. Yeah. It's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. So where can everybody find you online to connect with you more? Social media, website, all that good stuff. Yeah. So on social media, so Instagram, Facebook, all all of those things, I'm Victoria Financial Coach. And um, to learn more about my workshops, courses, everything that I have coming up this year, um, they can go to victoriasexton.com. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll include that in the podcast notes and everything. Awesome. Well, yay. Well, this has been uh, such a fun conversation. I really enjoyed it. Um, Thank you for sharing all of your expertise and your insights on financial, you know, our financial relationships with money because it is such a big part of us. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. And we'll be back next week. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode and had some good takeaways. Uh, If you haven't left a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen, I would totally appreciate it. So if you have a minute, um, that would be great. If you need any free marketing tips, I've got some on my website. So feel free to head over there, um, nb.marketing, to grab them. Have a good day.